Hey guys, does capitalism have you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Then we invite you to be a part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 75 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, your host, Courtney, and we've been away for a couple of weeks, so there's just... Yeah. A lot has happened. Lydia was here. <laughs> yeah, I was. I came to visit. It was a lot of fun. I'm Lydia, your other host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we went to BC. I went to BC. Courtney lives there. <laughs> so I'm and always here. Always in BC. And it was cool, but together we went camping. We went camping. And I cold. Super cold. And I got this super dope cough of a super awesome like sore throat that has literally lasted until like maybe two days ago. Oh, okay. like you're feeling it was better just, now though. Yes, yes, I yes. That. I am feeling better. I'm <laughs> okay, not coughing good. myself to sleep anymore, which is fantastic. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad, but like it it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, actually, I have to give you an update. So yeah. I went to work and like for um, for my job, I think I sent you a snap about this, but for my job, I have to talk to a lot of people and like I generally just have to be talking and yeah. like I can't cough on people's food because yeah. they'll get nervous. They're like, it's COVID times, you know, yeah. you can't just cough in general too. I feel like it's gross. So <laughs> I went to work and like I was coughing so much that I had to go home early. Oh. I stayed for like three hours and then I was like, I need to go. <laughs> oh. He was like, yeah, get out of here. Oopsie. And for some Oopsie. reason... Lydia believes that this cough was developed while we were camping, isolated mm-hmm. from all other humans mm-hmm. because of the cold. And somehow not when we traveled <laughs> from Toronto, stuck on a on plane with a bunch of other people, of transportation. then on a yeah. ferry. We'll tell you all about that, too. Um, oh and God. then the next day we went to a concert with thousands of other people but somehow the camping trip is the one that has been called my body can fight off infection and disease unless it's cold Mm -hmm. that it's weak (laughs) my body is weak you don't understand (laughs) but getting there was such a fucking journey it was insane i met courtney at the airport she was coming back from um, ontario as well and i took the train in the morning and then i took the streetcar and then i walked and then i got there and then i took a roller coaster to meet courtney at terminal one where we take off and it was three. sick and i was like oh, let's go terminal three sorry and <laughs> and we get there we get into line and courtney's like oh by the way i'm really bad luck like when we're traveling because you remember her last travel story every, about- every, t- every time i travel something something happens yeah <laughs> there's delays there's like- cancellations I always have a good time traveling. It's always super easy and it's only delayed by like 30 minutes. Like what's the worst that could happen? My bad luck is, I mean, my good luck is probably going to cancel out her bad luck. Mm -mm. So (laughs) we're five hours into the flight. Okay. Okay. First of all, wait, first of all, our flight was delayed by like two hours. I think it was delayed by like an hour and then like another hour. So it was pretty, it was slow going. Yeah. But we got on the flight. It wasn't canceled, anything like that. So I was like, okay, you know what? A two hour delay. We can live with that. If Mm -hmm. that's what happens, Mm -hmm. that's okay. In my brain, I was like, we're on the plane now. Nothing else can happen. Right. We did it. We're on the plane. (laughs) Right. 
Continue. Take it away. <laughs> Boy, were we wrong. So wrong. <laughs> Thinking that we could just get to Victoria in uh-uh. one. I mean, we got there in one piece, which is what really matters, I guess. But it took like an extra four hours and we're sitting on the airplane and the pilot comes on and he's just like, hey, guys, I uh, just wanted to let you know that there has been a threat level one security issue at the airport in victoria and we are on our way to vancouver and you know it won't be cleared up until seven o'clock it was like four o'clock when we were on the plane and he was like so the flight has been diverted and we can't land there under any circumstances and so we start freaking out because Courtney yeah. lives there Janae was there, on okay. his way to and the he airport also said, he didn't say victoria airport he said that there is a level one like security threat event happening in victoria is what he said so we didn't know it was at the airport and then he finished off his little speech with i don't know anything about this all i know is bad things are happening in victoria (laughs) (laughs) and that's what he left us with he was like all right enjoy the rest of your flight (laughs) okay buddy (laughs) i don't even remember that i'm so glad you remember that he said that because that's so ominous i know and yeah so i start freaking out because yeah Janae lives here. Yeah, Victoria is my home. Is I love Victoria. I have so much love for this place. Yeah. And so I really thought that like something was happening to the city as a whole, Aww. not just to the airport. Mm-hmm. So everyone starts freaking out on the plane. Yeah. There's so much murmuring and chatter. And we were just like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? So we're flying. The dude flying. beside us passed out. <laughs> Has no idea what's oh, yeah. going on. No idea. Like, we landed in Vancouver, and I saw him, like, looking up on his phone, like, Vancouver Airport. <laughs> he, was, like, he was like, where am I? passed out the entire time. The only time he woke up was when someone tapped me on the shoulder and handed me an AirPod. And then I turned to him, and I start reaching out to him to give him the He's AirPod, and he, like, like wakes cents, up. Like, <laughs> before I even touched him, before I even was like, excuse me, you dropped your AirPod. He just woke up, took it out of my hand, and put it back in his ear and went back to sleep. I was like, oh, you're welcome. The only time you did a seatbelt on either the entire time oh yeah life on the end just out of it man (laughs) so eventually the pilot comes on again we're about to land in vancouver and he tells us that there um was some sort of like bomb threat or something like that at Mm. the airport in victoria and we were all like what the fuck victoria airport is such a small place Mm -hmm. literally an island it's canada why do you have bombs (laughs) so like this is so weird and he's like this is probably breaking news you guys i tweeted about it no one cared and (laughs) we finally finally landed and what was it that ended up happening like so it was in the they like the airline it took us a while to get to a gate first of all because like they didn't know we were coming um and then the flight attendant was like oh i guess my thought was that we were being diverted to vancouver and maybe they were gonna fly us we were just gonna wait on the plane and then they were gonna fly out later or something like that um or like deplane us and then get us back on the plane when they're ready but the flight attendant was basically like you guys can go get your bags um and then just wait at baggage somebody will talk to you and we were like okay (laughs) so i guess we're here and we're staying here um, so then we went to go get our baggage and waited for a bit and no one really showed up. Yeah. And, and then we were like, knowing my what are we going to do right now? Like, with planes. I was like, I don't think mm. even if they present a solution, it's probably not going to be the best or most timely solution. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think we should go take a ferry. Yeah. 
so that's so what we did we stood in line for the cab for like 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i downloaded lyft nothing all the ubers were taken because every single person who was stuffed into this plane was taking ubers and yeah. cabs to the ferry <laughs> as we were waiting in line Courtney goes inside to check in on the people who were on the same flight. And they were like, the flight attendant just came up to us and told us that we were on our own. <laughs> yeah, the flight attendant was basically, so they were given two <laughs> options. She said, I can get you on a flight back to Toronto. Which, oh, yeah. for people who don't know Canadian geography, Vancouver is a 15-minute flight from Victoria, Victoria. And Toronto is a five-hour flight. So they're like, <laughs> we can like, send you back five hours if you want. Or you can find your own way to Victoria. Mm. so we made everyone was like we're just gonna get on the fucking ferry (laughs) ferry. (laughs) holy shit it was such a mission we got we finally got to victoria at like eight Mm o'clock and um the airport just opened at like eight o'clock and then i think i don't remember how we found out but the flare flight like wasn't taking off until like the next day or something like that i think they had concluded that they were just not going to be yeah like helping anyone in that day no like emergency flight or anything like that and then on the way back my flight got straight up canceled and then delayed by four days and i was like what the fuck i had to fly with a different airline at 11 o'clock at night i got to toronto at seven o'clock in the morning i was like walking through the streets as if i was an early morning person and then like some crazy lady comes up to me and she's just like the mark of cain shall doom us all i was like girl i literally am going (laughs) somewhere (laughs) shut up I already have it. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I stood in front of this like random building waiting with my suitcase. And like, I waited for my Uber for like maybe 10 minutes. And then I look up at the building to see, and it's a, it's like a, it's like a gentleman's club. So there's like the strippers work there and stuff like that. I was standing in front of it with my goddamn suitcase looking like I was waiting for like, my sugar daddy or something like that. <laughs> I was like, what's going oh. on right now? It was hectic, man. It was yeah. so hectic. Slept for two hours. <laughs> worked the whole day and then finally sweet sweet rest (laughs) on wednesday night (laughs) it was so insane it was insane flair is not a reliable airline no (laughs) but here's okay i still stand by this opinion i know that you had like a awful experience with it being canceled i totally get it but (laughs) i had an awful experience with another airline getting canceled but for the other airline i paid like a thousand dollars to get home Mm -hmm. with flair i paid like 300 bucks so i'm like i'd rather Mm -hmm. be out 300 dollars than it can happen either way that's the bottom line it can happen with anyone flair is probably a little bit more unreliable because it's so cheap yeah and it only flies on tuesdays and sundays (laughs) i'd still rather risk losing 300 dollars than a thousand yeah you know what and good, a little sleep, good like conclusion. you know, a little bit. It's fine. I'm good now. Look at us. Look at us yeah. now. We're fine. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> you know, we story. survived. Lydia got to take yeah. the ferry twice. Yeah, I did. She got to experience I did. the ferry life. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Yeah. It all worked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's us. That was that's our us. update. That's us. <laughs> but we had a good time when Lydia was here. We went to the Avril concert. We went camping. We went to a oh show. yeah, baby. Oh, so beautiful. Lydia got sick, but it's fine. It's, it's fine. okay. It fine. We made it through the end, and it—that's all that matters. We got to see each other. We got to hang out, yeah. and I got to travel. And I found out that I'm one of Courtney's more dedicated people in her life because <laughs> I've come to visit her three times. Her family has been there once, and Lydia has yeah. Lydia, that's come all to visit I, me the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia's the only friend that's been to visit me, not 
not calling out any of my friends if anyone listens no to this it's whatever i know it's <laughs> a lot of money to be here um my family has come once and janine's brother has come once mm. oh oh ahmed came once yes one of our did. friends came once but okay lydia okay. is a very okay. dedicated and very good friend so. <laughs> thank you <laughs> Free advertising for Lydia. Lydia's <laughs> Let's go, guys. And now we're on episode 75. Yeah, now we're here. And this week I am talking about GMOs. GMOs? Ooh. Oh, yeah. GMOs! <laughs> GMOs. Genetically uh... modified. What does the O stand for? <laughs> Organism. Oh! You almost got it. Almost like got food? It. Yes. How, how do... <laughs> Yes. So it stands for genetically modified organisms. And GMOs tend to be like really controversial. A lot of people have really strong feelings about them. Facts. Um, some of them founded, some of them not. <laughs> and basically, I guess the opinion about GMOs is that they um, they aren't bad for us, but it doesn't mean that they're not bad, is the opinion. Mm, so, okay. They're edible. <laughs> yes. We can eat them and we can remain healthy. <laughs> yes. But it, yeah, there are definitely bad things that happen surrounding GMOs. Oh, uh, there are reasons to be angry. <laughs> we'll get into. Yes. Um, Valid. So when we're talking about GMOs, people are generally referring to organisms whose DNA has been modified using genetic technology is generally the assumption. Um, and GMO crops are used kind of for a variety of different reasons, including growth, uh, nutritional content, sustainability, pest resistance, and ease of farming. But mm. here is the big kicker that I think most people don't take into consideration, is that all of our fruits and vegetables are GMOs. Every single one? Yes. Every single fruit and vegetable that we eat has been genetically modified, but... They were genetically modified over, like, thousands of years. But I just feel like people don't think about this part. Is that, like... So take corn, for example. 12,000 years ago, corn looked like wheat. Okay? It was that small. Yeah, corn grew on a little piece of, like, grass. And then just had, like, one singular, like, pod that came out of the grass. And it contained dry seeds. Not really edible. Oh, my God. And then the Mesoamerican people, for 12,000 years, used selective breeding in order to breed what we now know okay. as corn, which okay. is a form of genetic modification. It's not using, like, technology to splice DNA, mm-hmm. um, but GMO process that everyone's mad at today is just basically a really quick version of what's happened to all of our plants oh so they're just speeding it along they're just like this will happen eventually we might as well just make it happen now we have the technology humans (gasps) time travel for plants (laughs) there you go sure sure we can time travel through gmos dude yeah it's something that's like constantly happening this is also how we get most of our dog breeds through selective breeding of dogs like we do it we practice this all the time Mm -hmm. um and there's actually Mm -hmm. some reasons why you might want to genetically modify a plant and sometimes it's actually super beneficial i learned Mm. this in my agriculture class in first year second year in second year shout out Um, to first year agriculture second year agriculture shout out to second year (laughs) agriculture uh so plants basically have like basically a hundred thousand different chemicals and carcinogens that basically work to discourage animals from eating the plant 
So Mm -hmm. it can make them taste bitter. It can sting your mouth. It can just like have an unpleasant texture. But Mm -hmm. GMOs can work to disable these or the long genetic modification works to disable these and make plants more edible and more tasty to us. Cool. Genetically modifying is not always bad. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. So it makes it more tasty for us, but it makes it less tasty for other animals? It would make it more tasty for other animals too. Like basically they're like defense mechanisms of the plant. To be like, don't eat me. And we're like, but we actually want to eat you. So we're going to make you yummier. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take down your defenses. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Maybe that's the opposite of what is supposed to happen. Because if they're edible, then wouldn't they get like taken out wouldn't that be um what's the word i don't know survival of the fittest where yeah, yeah, yeah so like this is not true so there's some parts of the plants that are supposed to be eaten for like seed dispersal right oh so, whoa, like fruits and stuff yeah. animals are supposed to eat and then they poop out the seed and that's like how the plants reproduce that's but so the cool actual... so the tastiest ones would normally yeah. get reproduced anyways since the tastiest ones are gonna get eaten by the animals who are gonna poop the seeds yeah but if we're talking cool. about like um when we're eating the body of the plant so like leaves and roots and stuff like that those have these defense mechanisms because they're not eating them isn't part of the the plant's success in life yeah. so they try to discourage it but yeah we can disable those which is kind of cool. cool um this is also i think why some fruits and vegetables taste worse when you grow them yourselves i don't know if you've ever <laughs> experienced this but i have this specific memory of someone bringing me a cucumber that they grew in their garden mm-hmm. um and i bit into it and the skin was like so thick and it had this like astrogen component to it that like sucked all of the dryness out of my mouth what and it was disgusting that's (laughs) so weird this is gross and i think (laughs) that what i was experiencing was like a defense mechanism of the plant to make it unpleasant to eat but of course this person had used like a less genetically modified seed to grow their plant Mm -hmm. so it kind of tastes worse so it's not always a bad thing tea um yeah so we're gonna go through some pros and cons of GMOs. And when I'm talking about GMOs in this specific instance, I'm talking about the, like, technology quick ones, not, like, genetic modification over thousands of years. Okay. Okay. The Um, quick ones. So, pros. So, many GMOs are pest and insect resistant, which means that you have to use less pesticides when growing them. So, GMOs have reduced pesticide use by 37%. And have oh, increased shit. crop yield by 22%. Oh, that's great. I didn't right. know that. Great oh, things. I thought pesticides were still something that we were all fighting against. I didn't realize that, that things were getting better because of GMOs. That's so cool. Uh, huh. Take you with a grain of salt. We'll probably learn okay, something yeah. in a few minutes that's going to directly <laughs> contradict this. But Great. <laughs> um, GMO crops can also be designed to survive in stressful environments, uh, so such as drought and diseases. Mm -hmm. Uh, which can also lead to higher yields. And it also presents an opportunity in the face of climate change to maybe uh, not starve and die as quickly. Obviously, Mm. we should fix climate change. That's probably the easiest solution and the best solution. Oh, we got to eat. Yes, exactly. We got to eat in the meantime. So there's, um, (laughs) there's hope there, I guess. 
And it can also increase the nutritional value in foods. So a specific example of this is there's a rice that has been uh, genetically modified to be high in beta carotene, which is basically vitamin A, because there's Ah. a specific like group of people who are chronically deficient in vitamin A and they experience blindness as a result. So this crop has been introduced to their diets and they're not deficient anymore because the rice has lots of vitamin A in it. That's so cool. Oh my God. Rice. Good job. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's so great. And then some cons for humans. There's actually, there's not really any direct cons, but there's some common like misconceptions about GMOs. So the first one is that a lot of people believe that GMOs might trigger allergic reactions. Um, And this is due to like the foreign genes that are in there because they, you know, take out genes and they put in new ones. So this is a concern. It's a legitimate concern. Like it is scientifically possible, (laughs) but there's been no reports of it happening. But it it could happen. In theory, it could happen. If we keep like genetically modifying, it could happen later on. They're like, in theory, I hate GMOs. (laughs) They're like, in theory, theory? this could happen to me. So... (laughs) (laughs) um and then the other big one which i feel like people hear about a lot is cancer um there seems Uh, to be this like fear because cancer is like mutation of dna cells that eating dna that has been mutated or has been changed will in turn cause your dna to mutate Mm -hmm. is -hmm. the fear which i understand yeah, I get that too. That, I that think that's line a legit of thinking. Fear. Yeah. yeah, there's no real studies that prove this. There was an early study where um, a study in mice where like consuming GMO fruits and vegetables was linked to higher rates of tumors, but this study was later retracted because it was poorly designed. So the okay. results aren't reliable. Okay. okay. And there's been no other evidence. They've studied it. There's been no other evidence of GMOs causing cancer. Hmm. Cool. Good yes. to fucking know. Does that so, work for every type of DNA that's mutated? What do you mean? Like, like um, when you said mutated DNA, my mind almost instantly went to the vaccine. So is there some sort of legitimacy then in like the vaccine changing your DNA and then you get in cancer later? Because I know that a lot of people like won't vaccinate their kids because of that reason. Because they're like, well, the, gen- the mutated DNA is like mm. bad, blah, blah, blah. But is it no. the same as eating I- it? I think it's a common misconception that oh. um, putting something that has it has had its DNA like mutated or uh, whatever you want to call it modified mm. um, will cause cancer, but it, it's never been like proven that that causes mm. cancer. That's never been anything. I have this. This is going to be a little off topic. I have like a little bit of a fringe theory. Um, it's a two parter. One, the first part is that everything causes cancer. <laughs> Yes. Just literally everything causes cancer. The second is I truly believe that humans aren't meant to live as long as we as do. We like we, okay, so we, oh, here, here's a good analogy. We are kind of like genetically modified things because Ooh. I think that evolution is supposed to happen really slowly. And I think that modern medicine happened really quickly in terms of like human history and mm-hmm. prolonged our lives within the span of like a hundred years. Our lives were like prolonged by a hundred years. We used to die at like 20, a hundred years ago. <laughs> and I don't think like our genes and our DNA have had time to catch up to this prolonged life. So oh, I don't personally, cool. this has not been proven by anything, but this is my fringe theory is that 
cancer isn't more prevalent. We just are living long enough to see it happen to us. Interesting. That's my theory. Diseases, yes. Lots of diseases are happening. And people are like, oh, they're getting worse. But are we just living longer? Mm-hmm, and like naturally mm-hmm. catching more disease as we're getting older. Mm-hmm. You know, like Whereas the first disease used to kill young. you. The first infection used to right. kill you. So we never got yeah. the chance to like see what happens when someone lives to 100. Mm-hmm, and now they mm-hmm. just get really sick and we're like, oh, this is getting worse. But maybe it's not getting worse. Maybe <laughs> we're just not supposed <laughs> maybe, to be alive yeah, still. Maybe it's getting better. But because it's getting better, it's getting worse. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of my fringe theory. I don't know. I That's can't cool. remember how we got onto that theory. Oh, things causing cancer. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I don't think everything causes cancer. I, um, yeah. I think I think radiation causes cancer. Yeah, um, radiation because like everything. Because I'm thinking about the young people who die of cancer. Like they they like you know they they were very young and like mm-hmm. in a hundred years ago we would have seen that kind of thing as well so maybe That's some true. people are like predisposed to it which i think is actually scientific fact yes i think that is scientific fact but i also think that those young kids that this is really sad that do die from cancer young pro- yes they would have also done that but maybe like they just didn't know the cause of death like lots of kids kids used to oh. die all the time that's why people used to have so many kids is because you could like, yeah bank on a couple dying unfortunately <laughs> um so that was probably just you know like a a part of life like i think people yeah. still died from cancer but i don't think it was just like it wasn't one of the they main just killers like, so it wasn't really it was on people's radar. everything cause. could kill you she, yeah classic it was one of those Tooth like ones where they were like the woman is so weak she can't get out of her bed and she just lives yeah. out her days in her bed like that movie she, about she the died. garden yeah, and then one day, it was just too much for her. She was just weak. Or maybe it was like black Brittle magic bones. or something, you know? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's my thought about uh, things causing cancer. Yeah, you can't escape it, is what you're saying? You, can't just, you literally can't. I think if you try to just live your design life. your life around avoiding everything that causes cancer, you wouldn't be able to live. Like, every, mm. like the sun, your phone, Wi-Fi. <laughs> everything the food you eat like yeah stress Hmm. you might as well just live (laughs) you might as well just live life to the fullest capacity because you might get cancer anyways yeah there's not always something you can do to avoid it okay um kind of positive anyways (laughs) anyways so yeah the negative health effects of gmos are kind of unfounded in general um But that doesn't mean they're not bad for humans and human health. So we're going to get into some specific examples of some GMOs. So the first one we're going to talk about is called the BT crops. So it's basically a group of crops. I think there's like corn, cotton, soy, beets. I I can't remember exactly what they are. But um, they're a group of plants that have been genetically modified to control caterpillar infestations from damaging crops caterpillars are the fucking worst yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so basically they um added this bt gene and so this gene is in the dna of the plant so when the caterpillar eats the plant the bt gene um binds to its stomach and then the caterpillar's like oh man hmm, i'm full stops eating oh Um, And then it basically, like, releases a bacteria into the caterpillar, and the caterpillar dies. Oh. So the plant, like, kind of eats the caterpillar from the inside out. Wow. What a defense mechanism. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. 
so it's like kind of cool but like really weird and humans are resistant from to this gene bacteria oh my god so are like all other mammals fish and birds and then apparently they harm other insects much less than broad spectrum insecticides so i don't really know what that means for insects outside of caterpillars like I don't know what happens to them if they eat it. I don't know if it's a specific caterpillar thing, but it might also be killing other bugs. I don't know. And some bugs are beneficial. Like, we need need bugs. Yeah, we do need bugs. And now, unfortunately, um, in 2009 in India, they actually discovered that insects had become resistant to BT cotton. Classic. Um, Classic bugs and genetic mutation. Most of GMOs that are on the market today were created by Monsanto, which we'll talk about. I'm sure everybody knows the name Monsanto. Um, And so in like reaction to this, Monsanto was basically like, oh, this is expected. This is a natural part of evolution. It's Mm -hmm, important mm -hmm. to stop this, to slow it down. Um, thankfully for you, we created this new generation BT, it was called Bolagard 2, that they will be resistant to. So you just need to change all of your crops to this new plant. Yeah. And purchase all of these new seeds. Capitalism. Yeah, um. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. And they actually blame um, Monsanto and BT crops for this, like, in 2009, there was a big, uh, I want to call it like economic crash amongst a bunch of farmers in india um where they just assumed a massive amount of debt and they basically blame bt crops for it because they're so expensive and there's like a lot of other issues with it which we'll get into later Um, but it's kind of the gmo's fault for bankrupting oh my god farmers that's so interesting yeah they create something that you can't you can't live without Mm-hmm. And then once the bugs it. get resistant to it, which they knew would happen, I I need more. they're like, don't worry, more. guys. <laughs> we have, we have the next one that. available for you. <laughs> they probably had this developed for years and they were just waiting for the farmers to be like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Wow. Sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. All right. <laughs> the next one, Roundup Ready, is the next GMO we're going to talk about. And the last GMO I think we're going to talk about, actually. Um, (laughs) So this one is a specific type of GMO plants that are bred to be resistant to a specific type of herbicide, um, which is called glyphosate. Glyphosate. Um, So it's a strain of soy, corn, and beets. And you can plant them, and you can spray this Roundup, this glyphosate, over the entire field, and everything will die but the crop. So this actually allowed farmers to plant their seeds closer together because they used to have to leave, like, a little row so that they could spray herbicide and it not get on the plants. Oh. But now they could just plop them all in, spray the herbicide everywhere. Great. It increased their yields, which was awesome for them. Yeah. Yeah, I know, kind of crazy. Um, over 80% of the corn, sugar, and, sorry, corn, sugar, beet, and canola planted in the U.S. is Roundup Ready, is one of these plants, which is That's bizarre. really whack. <laughs> That's really nuts that, like, you can fuck with genes that much, I you know? I know. But you're like, I used this to think doesn't kill you was... anymore. Just a theory, you know? I thought this was all, like, in theory, but they actually have microscopes small enough to be able to splice dna i know 
wow, science is real. <laughs> it's a crazy world we're living That's in. That's insane. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Yeah, and this GMO isn't necessarily found to be harmful for human health, like the specific plant or vegetable or whatever that it produces. Um, but it's found to be degrading the soils and can affect the ecosystems. So oh, the nutrients fuck. in these plants are not bioavailable to certain animals and insects, such as bees. So when bees, oh. like, use the pollen from these plants to try to, like, provide themselves with sustenance and nutrients, it doesn't work for them. And oh. it is actually contributed to the bees dying off. Oh. Because people don't oh, God. think. No, they don't about think. About life outside of prophets and humans. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so selfish of us. Hmm. Oh, my God. And then another kicker, which is probably not a surprise is that there's a number of weeds that have now somehow developed this resistance yeah. <laughs> to the herbicide, um, which has led to even more Roundup being sprayed on everything because they're, like, trying to kill these oh. weeds that are now like, oh, we're also resistant. <laughs> like, we are yeah. a GMO now. Yeah, um, yeah. That's so cool that without any, in, without any human interaction yeah. or changing, <laughs> the you plants are still GMOs? able to just be like... I mean, you fuck with nature, nature fucks with you back. They're like, that's so surprising. You're trying to get rid of us, bitch? Oh. (laughs) Maybe we are right on track. Like, this is exactly where we were supposed to be. You know, nature Mm -hmm. caught up really quickly Mm -hmm. (laughs) to, like, what is going on in the world. They're like, it took you hundreds of years as humans to figure out how to genetically modify a plant. They're like, it took me three seasons, you know? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) now. Holy shit. <laughs> All of your work destroyed. That's Which I kinda so like. Cool. I kinda like. I yeah, it's kind of cool. Mother nature for fucking. Oh my god. Seriously. Like Out of fear now. <laughs> like what else can it do? <laughs> it's fucking horrifying. Nature truly does go on, you know? They always say nature really will continue. It really does. She really does. Um and so Roundup Ready. Also created by Monsanto. So let's talk about Monsanto for Mm -hmm. a minute. Um, I'm sure everyone's heard of them. They are a big GMO company. They're based out of Missouri or Missouri or whatever you want to call it. Oh, Um, (laughs) they're based out of misery. Misery. They were among the first to develop in test GMOs in 1987. But before going into GMOs, they were actually formerly a chemical company. And they were one of the top 10 chemical companies in the States until it divested into two separate companies. And one of those companies focused on GMOs. Um, But their Mm. former chemical company was actually the original producers of a chemical called Agent Orange, which was a toxic herbicide, which led to serious health effects um, after its use in the Vietnam War. And they also created DDT, which was that pesticide that was like sprayed over like entire forests. And then killed, like, all the birds. You know that book, Silent Spring, that everyone talks about? No. Somebody, like, oh. Somebody wrote it in response to this pesticide because, like, one spring there were no birds. And it was because this pesticide was, like, sprayed over forests. Holy shit. And, like, killed the bird population. Oh. Um, so they did that. <laughs> it was done. Not not good for marketing. Not, uh-uh. not great. <laughs> uh-uh. So Monsanto has never done good things. Monsanto oh. also produces glyphosate, which is that Roundup chemical. Um, 
that you have to use to use their plants. And that Mm -hmm. chemical was also recently found to be a human carcinogen. So that causes cancer. But everything causes cancer. So like, whatever. Uh, I guess that wasn't Uh. too much of a surprise for everyone. It just sucks that it was confirmed. It's like, if you eat this, you are more likely. Yeah. Pretending we have some control over. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's like an illusion of control, which we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm starting to understand Um, your perspective. (laughs) Thank you. So, Monsanto has gotten themselves into a lot of hot water over the years um, through their use of GMOs. So, one of the things that they've gotten in trouble for is that this is, okay, this this story was a little bit unclear to me. So, this there might be some weird things in here. So, basically, okay. they bought this company that designed a seed called the Terminator Seed. And the Terminator seed was a seed that was designed to only be cultivated once. So basically, you could buy the seed, you could plant it, the plant would grow, it would produce mm-hmm. its whatever, it would die, but then it wouldn't come back, and you couldn't use any of the seeds produced by the plant to replant it. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, So basically, it was you had to buy a new seed every year. It was a sterile crop. Okay, yeah. Now, it's unclear to me whether they actually ever integrated this seed into their business like whether they actually used it or not or if they Mm. got in trouble before they begun using it that's the part that's unclear to me so yeah they had intentions of using it definitely that's as far as i don't understand how they make sterile seeds in the first place like where did you get the seed (laughs) it was you know that's that's a good point where where did (laughs) i guess okay i guess that's fine but yeah where did it come from anyway um so this means that they basically design their um business with the intent of forcing farmers to purchase new seeds every single year so continue on top of that monsanto gmo seeds are a lot more expensive than other seeds of course um and then there's this weird thing that when you buy a monsanto seed you have to sign an agreement it's like terms like you know when you like sign up for like spotify and you have to use terms of like use or whatever you have to sign one of those if you buy monsanto seeds and what are you agreeing to (laughs) you're basically agreeing to um you can't cross pollinate they have a they have a copyright they have a patent on their plant so you can't cross pollinate their plant with any of your plants so this is something that happened in india which contributed to um a bunch of farmers going bankrupt basically was the farmers had used the seed because it doesn't reproduce um and because their freaking caterpillars had become resistant to it so they used the seed and they bred it with one of their like local cotton plants yeah as a money as a cost saving thing so that they could replant it and keep going every year and have like seed banks seed banks are really big things um Mm -hmm. especially in like small farming communities so yeah, they basically did that, and then Monsanto sued them <gasps> for violating the terms and services. They're already they cross pollinated their own fucking plants. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah. Oh fuck! I wonder if they had to kill all the plants that they had cross pollinated. I wonder what happened to that that yield. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, so you basically have to sign their terms and agreement not to cross pollinate. Uh, I don't remember what the other agreements are, but it's it's difficult when it comes to plants in nature because you can't really control plants in nature. So it's hard to assign like a 
an agreement of how you're going to use nature with somebody because it kind of makes its own rules. And there was this really famous case where Monsanto actually sued an independent farmer um, because the independent farmer had Roundup Ready in his field. Now, the farmer claims that the seeds had blown over from the neighbor and and that the farmer didn't know because the canola plants looked exactly the same. Yeah, the Roundup yeah. Ready and the ones that the farmer had planted looked exactly the same. And the dude oh, was like, okay. what am I supposed to do if the wind freaking blows seeds over? But he for didn't sure. pay the licensing fee for Monsanto's crops, so Monsanto sued him. And I think they actually How did they end up of... finding out that he uh, had that's, that that's Roundup Ready? That's what Okay, okay. That is the part that was unclear. I don't know if that's maybe so like... That's so weird. Do they keep track of his crops and check if any of them grow back? And if they grow back, then they're Maybe like, all right, had, like, you're in the clear. sprayed herbicide or something like that. Or like, I, I don't I don't know. There's a documentary hmm. about it, apparently. But I did not have time to okay. watch it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you're mother welcome to watch it. But yeah, they, they, won, they won the case against the farmer. Um, oh, my so God. The farmer, the big fucking multi-million dollar company, sued a little one-man family farm they had to make a lesson out of him yeah yeah that and that's when sucks. they like they had really to make an example these like big monsters that yeah people start to understand which like fair enough yeah that's pretty brutal <laughs> honestly pretty um, heartless yeah and recently they also created this plant that's resistant to dicamba which is a really strong herbicide my theory is that this is the crop that they're like lining up to replace the Roundup Ready one when people are like, oh. all of my weeds are now resistant to Roundup Ready. They'll be like, don't worry. We made this one for you. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is the yeah, next yeah. one. Um, it's even more expensive. Exactly. Exactly. And you have to buy it now because all of your plants, all of your weeds are yeah. resistant to any herbicide. Um, anyways. Wow. De- Dicamba, which is the herbicide, is really easily picked up with the wind um, and it's blown over into other fields. So, like, if your neighbor uses this plant and sprays this herbicide, it will likely get blown into your field and kill a bunch of your plants. Oh. Um, So many, many farmers have had their crops destroyed as a result of this, of other people using this plant. And a lot of farmers actually sued Monsanto for this. I don't know if the results of the uh, lawsuit have come out yet. Wow. yeah, they sued Monsanto because they believe that this is basically like a tactic to force farmers into buying Monsanto's seeds. Because the only I way that just you can thinking stop that, that from happening yeah. is to buy the seed that's resistant to the herbicide. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> that's insane. Fucking Good for capitalism. them for seeing right through that situation. Because like they could easily make a pesticide that doesn't blow over with the yeah. wind. You know, they've done it once before. They could do it again. Like they could easily fix that problem. But yeah. I kind of saw right through that one, too. I was like, hold on a second. We need to think about this from the evil big brother lens. Yeah, because they are being sneaky. Holy shit. Damn, that's smart, but not smart enough. You know, the farmers are growing to be smarter. Mm -hmm. You tried. And you may have succeeded. (laughs) We don't know yet. Jury's still out (laughs) on whether you succeeded, Fern. (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, GMOs, not inherently bad, but bad. So um, much drama in the farmer's community. So That's... much drama around GMOs. Yeah. Fuck Monsanto for using plants for profits. 
um yeah destroying I mean, like food. the little guy to you know like destroying like small farmers and bankrupting yeah. farmers and, and suing farmers like family farms like you're putting their India food on your table at the end for of the night. trying to feed people like that is insane that's so fucked and especially when you're a multi-million dollar company like that's just where where yeah. are the ethics where are the morals they don't that's exist really scary yeah. That sounds like um that sounds like a, a novel that someone would have written in the 1960s like predicting what's going to happen in the future and how if you control the food you control everything, you know? Which just sounds like a horror movie waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I did and not it's like know any in of this. Finding, <laughs> That's in finding a solution, we've almost like created more problems, you know? Like we've killed the bees, we've degraded the soil. Bankrupt Soon we're going to have to start doing our own pollination. Like, we're going to need robots to do it yeah, because there's not going to be enough bees and then the robots are going to be causing other problems. <laughs> and you know what? Like, maybe maybe it's okay for sometimes some animals to, like, eat some of your crops. They need to eat, too. Yeah. It's not just humans that need to eat. Maybe we should just, like, make plan that, you know? Mm-hmm. If we need My mom's garden. Um, mm-hmm. She has, like, a really impressive garden going on right now. Like, rows of garlic and lettuce and kale and the carrots and like a bunch of other shit that she's growing and she's had issues with rabbits at first but what she did is she let the wild plants grow around the garden to distract the rabbits and she started planting like food outside of the actual garden as like distractions (laughs) so that they don't get to the real crop they just stay on the outside where they think the bounty is you know because there's like a little bit of lettuce there an amazing yeah. idea that still <laughs> the rabbits are still getting their yum yums you know yeah. they're still getting dinner you're not harming them you're mm-hmm. still getting your food like it's a win-win it's a win-win-win exactly wins. <laughs> so I think and your should... garden is so protected like you're good <laughs> we should hire uh lydia's mom as she's she's a genius agricultural honestly. whatever yeah dude she went to school for horticulture so you just need some more horticulturalists working in these in these industries Mm -hmm. maybe some more of my moms working in these industries and then all the problems would be solved (laughs) genius yeah i think that the problem is that there's just not a lot of space on the farms typically you know they like use every single row as much as possible that's true i think you know yeah, that problem is probably embedded in a lot of other problems. One of those problems yeah. being meat consumption, and that if we just stopped eating so much meat, we wouldn't need so many crops. Mm. But I think there's a lot of people that's that aren't a, ready to have that conversation yet. No, so not. that's an opinion for another day. Whatever. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> but also an opinion that we've already talked about. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode, couple episodes ago, guys. <laughs> Bugs. Yeah, so, yeah, that's all I have to say. Basically, um, GMOs aren't bad for us, but they're bad. I had no idea that there was any of this drama happening. I was just like, oh, yeah, pesticides, bad. But I didn't realize that it was, like, because of this one specific company who has a monopoly, yeah, basically, on pesticides. All, yeah, pesticides, and GMOs. Seeds. So insane, and they have so much money that they could just like buy out any other company who tries to start a more wholesome seed bank or yeah, fertilizer they, like, bank or anything like that. I think they rebranded and renamed themselves a couple of years ago. I don't know what they're called now, <laughs> just because of like all of this crap that like, happened. We need a new name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Hmm. Yeah, very scary though. Some knowledge for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. GMOs, man. 
Courtney, you actually sent me a Snapchat um, a couple weeks ago about how you're eating grapes that were like cotton candy flavored. <gasps> so and you were like, GMO is good. good. <laughs> I fucking love those things. That's a different type of GMO. That's not a GMO that's genetically modified to um, like it's not for any purpose other than yummy flavor. It doesn't affect like animals or anything like that. Yeah. I think that one was actually, I think those ones were created through selective breeding. I don't think they were actually created through like, um, that's cool. GMO, but I could be wrong about that. I think that's what I read about those, but yeah, they're sometimes good. (laughs) I love, I love cotton candy grapes. They kind of took over my life for like two weeks. So (laughs) just for a hot second there. That's so, wow. Oh yikes! I must suck to be a farmer right now, man. I that is awful. Good, yeah. thank you, thank you, farmers. Thank you for your service. Thank you for fighting with the man, with Big Brother. Cringe. What are we gonna do, man? What are we gonna do about this? How are we gonna solve this problem? Take down Monsanto? Then what? Be happy. Yeah, we just had this conversation. Um, Yeah. Sleep. (laughs) Go to the beach. Go to the beach. (laughs) That was so cool. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. I hope everyone else learned something today just like me I'm gonna close it out now (laughs) we're back (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Very Unimportant People podcast if you want to hear more of us we have Instagram at very.unimportant.people and you can find our Patreon on our Instagram while you're there you might as well send us a little four dollar two toonies and uh, you can check it out we have a bunch of videos on there too for year enjoyment and a bunch of bloopers and highlights and tangents and stuff like that and then we are also on Twitter at the unimportant PPL and if you ever want to be a musical guest on the podcast you can email us too at here at gmail.com and that's h-a-t-r-s click here at gmail.com and finally we are on tiktok and you can check out our tiktok for joys and laughs and people taking us out of context and then fighting (laughs) us and then us not having the energy to respond (laughs) because they just are stupid (laughs) we do it to ourselves though i mean like i post out of context things on purpose knowing that it will make a splash so (laughs) go check it out (laughs) leave us a comment hate us or love us the interaction feeds us (laughs) and that's all for this week have a great bye guys